Welcome. Welcome. We have a very exciting guest with me today. I love this woman, Kim Boudreaux-Smith. Let me just read you her bio because it is exciting. So she is a multi-talented CEO and business leader with a legacy of empowering thousands of women. From a corporate background in sales and marketing and over 20 years experience in the fitness industry, Kim has gone on to be a number one international bestseller. Her book reached the best-selling list for Amazon for 2015. Wasn't that incredible? Kim is also a six-time international best-selling author, business coach, and speaker. She combines her expertise and her passion to motivate and inspire other women to become top producers in their lives. As CEO of Kim Boudreaux Smith Incorporated and KBS Publishing, her international speaking and coaching work has enabled thousands of women to benefit from her inspirational and empowering work. So welcome, Kim. Thank you very much. And boy, you know, every time I'm interviewed, I'm listening to my bio going, all right, that needs to be changed. Okay, that needs to be toned down. Okay, I am going to be a real smart ass here and go, hello, just Kim Boudreaux Smith. And there's, <laughs> I just, I'm, uh, you know, it's so funny, Dana, you and I have had so many conversations behind the scenes about things like this. And so I think for 2017, I'm going to really step into that. But thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't miss out. You, of course, have hosted me on your show, The Down and Dirty. And that was just so much fun. If you haven't caught that interview, it was hilarious with you and Scott. And we just had so much fun. I thought I have to have you on my show. Oh, you're so sweet. And I love Scott. I miss Scott. And you know, and and the show was amazing is because our guests, it's what our guests bring into the environment. And so kudos to you as well. And Dana, anything that I do, I will always be reaching out to you and going, okay, can you come here? Okay. Can you do this? <laughs> you know, so that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you really are a connector for people. I, it's been great. You've been, you know, connecting me with other people who do amazing shows and, but let's, let's dive in. We, I want my listeners to, to know a little bit more about you, you know, how you have been like so much stepping into your power. Cause I, I love that about you. You're like, you're not apologizing for who you are. You show up, you bring who you are. And that is the space for me of that inner dominatrix piece. So give me a little snippet of like, what do you feel was the key pieces that got you there? Gosh, the key pieces that got me there. Well, first of all, I come from a background of being raised. I was to be seen and not heard. So (laughs) now that I'm in my 50s, I have to be very careful because I like to go to the very other end and like, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, God, relax, you know, because we don't always have to project and vomit and yell and scream to really be heard. I mean, silence is just as golden. Oh, yeah. um, that was one of my things. I was to be seen and not heard, which led me into the corporate environment. I thought I was supposed to have a title, make a lot of money, mm-hmm. get in the car and be unhappy because, you know, I was being seen and not heard, so to speak. Yeah. But what really stepped into this was, oh, okay, I just had a birthday. Uh, okay, so about nine years ago, <laughs> I just think about that. <laughs> mm, how old am I? Okay, all right. So about nine years ago, I fell asleep at a major intersection here right by my house in the middle of a summer, sunny, beautiful day. There's no reason why I should have done that. I mean, I know why I did it, but there's, I had plenty enough sleep. 
And I think that was a pivotal turning point of enough of suppressing my voice. And I don't like to say suppressing my power. I like to say suppressing my powerfulness um, because I do believe we all have our powerfulness. And so I just started stepping into some personal development, personal work, and I stepped back from my fitness business for a while there and went on and got to become a certified coach. I'm not a coach. I did go to school to become a certified coach. I think I was thirsting and starving for some education. And that's when I realized, wow, I can have a business in the state of Michigan when it's wintertime sitting in my home and not leaving. And so I said, I want to have a, a global online business and stepping into my first book, not the one I led, but one that I contributed to, I think it was like five, six years ago. I think we're coming around six years here. I've lost track of time on that is wow. maybe about five, six years ago. Yeah. I contributed a chapter in an anthology and that was the first aha step of doors opening up to Mm. all of this that where I'm sitting right now. I love it. And you and I have the same viewpoint on the word coach. I don't love that word either. I will often use it to describe myself, but I find that, um, you know, it's just unfortunately kind of been tainted. There's been a lot of people that step into the coaching world. They hang out a shingle and, you know, they're not really bringing any depth of experience. I love that you have so much depth that you're bringing. You've got a variety of things. You know, you've been in the corporate world. You've been in the fitness world. And having that variety of, of life experience, I could see really being so helpful for your clients. Thank you. You know, I think, you know, and yeah, and you and I do, you know, for lack of better words and for time mm. or whatever, we'll throw the word out coach. But, and I've had this conversation like with some of my instructors from the coaching academy that I went to that are no longer instructors there. They've gone on to really excel in their business. And they've said the same thing that too many people are hanging the shingle of coach and they're not even cleaning up their own coaching issues, so to speak. Yeah. Or, or as I put it, they are not, they have not gone in their backyard and clean up their own dog doo-doo mm-hmm. to move forward to help others clean up their own dog doo-doo. And so it's, but you know something, Dana, we as human beings, and I, I say we, and I'm going to use the word we as a collaboration of human beings around the world especially, you know, here in the United States, and I know you're from Canada, you and I don't live in third world countries. We're very privileged living in first world countries. We bastardize everything. I watch lawyers bastardize. I watch fitness trainers bastardize. I watch doctors bastardize. I see a lot of bastardization. I see it with the grace of internet. I mean, gosh, you know, you and I are doing this interview living in two different countries. I mean, how freaking cool is that? But yeah. But we take something that is so freaking cool, like the internet, and we just freaking trash it. So that's what I feel the same thing with coaching. And I hear from so many people, and I'm sure you hear this too, the industry that we walk in is, I mean, by the time I talk to some of potential clients, they've invested, you know, five figures in other coaches, and they're mm. just as inside out and spinning, and it's like, holy shit. What? Yeah, and then they're scared to invest because they've been burned. Yes. Right? Yep. So it's just like anything else. Mm. You know, it's just like anything else. People need to learn to breathe, take a deep breath, tread lightly, not necessarily slowly, and just do your due diligence, yeah. period. Yeah. You know, and also too, 
our clients need to be responsible. I mean, I have never been in a situation where I've invested money and you better believe I'm like, I'm panting like a, a dog for their food. You know, I mean, I push my sleeves up. I'm going to work. We have a lot of people that feel that they invest money and that you and I are going to be the, Jesus walking on water, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It just no. does not work that way. I love it. Yeah. You are just, you really show up authentically. And, and that's, that was one of my criteria of, you know, the people that I want to bring to this show, I want to, you know, showcase those that, that are living it, that are doing it. They're, you know, they're bringing value for their clients. They've done their own work. And to me, you know, in order to step into that space of being powerful, as you say it, you have to have done your own inner work. Like you can't yeah. pretend to get there. It is, it is a journey. It is something that, that goes along. Something you and I had talked about you know, just before we got on this call was that you're in flux. Actually, we're both in a flux of selling a business that we own and how that you're, you're living it right now. You're in that space. You're sitting in that space and being uncomfortable. And so, you know, I want to transition over to that and just talk about, let's get real. What does it mean to be in that space of selling a business? Because so many people go, oh, I'm going to sell a business and make lots of money and that's going to be fabulous. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, right? <laughs> like, what's <a> big <laughs> Okay, so let's begin with the fact that I, I'm itchy and I have hives. <laughs> um. First of all, thank you for acknowledging my authenticity because Dana, you know, you and I are, are out there on social media and I see the word authenticity thrown around. Uh, Here's another bastardization yeah. of that oh. word way too much, you know, and, and I'm going to pick on our gender cause I mainly work on, with our gender mm -hmm. and, and it's our gender that is suffering right now, still in the 21st century suffering is I see women cannot show up authentically. They can't. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's times where I have shown up and it's like, yep, haven't even gotten a shower yet. We've done some mascara and come on, let's rock and roll and let's go. And there's times where, I, I mean, I show up, I'm very transparent. I don't like to, you know, put all my personal stuff because I don't think that's part of the, being authentic, personal, putting all our personal stuff out there in social media. I mean, there's times and places where I allow people in. It doesn't mean that we're fake. It actually, it's called boundaries. And that's a whole other, um, whole other show, by the oh, way, yeah. um, self-love and the boundaries. But going through this transition of selling bold radio, I've realized that I'm still healing because I'll never be completely healed. And anyone thinks out there that they're completely healed. You are six feet under and you, <laughs> you have removed the human suit that we are wearing and your soul has gone on. My identity for the last five and a half years has been radio. And, and now I've sold it. And so you want to talk about the temper tantrums I've had, the five minutes of victim modes that I have, mm -hmm. the, um, the 10 hours of, you know, I'm a confident person, the surrendering of trying to, trying. And I don't like that word try. I think it should, but literally trying to surrender and let go, mm -hmm. um, to be okay with not having to know what's coming next. And my personality does not handle that. And it's interesting that this transition that I've gone through is in the middle of freaking wintertime in Michigan. Was I out of my freaking mind? I mean, you know, the lack of sunlight, not to mention, you know, all the environmental yeah. things. 
it has been time to pass the baton on and let me stand behind the scenes because I'm still involved with Bold Radio. I'm gonna, I'm just behind the scenes and allow someone else to be the face of Bold that I've beautifully developed. I, I mean, I've got 5,000 pom-poms. I, I can't be happier. But personally, I mean, to really strip down, you know, I mean, to let this go and to be okay that I don't have all my I's dotted and T's crossed for the next venture. I've got part of the alphabet, so to speak, but I don't have it all landed. And sitting here talking with you, I'm okay with that, but yet I'm not okay with that. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting where it's, you can sit in that space of where, in knowing that there's like that piece of you that knows that it's okay. And the piece where it's like, Oh, this is really rocky and shaky. Right. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, I love change as long as I'm control. I really want people to hear my really? words. I love change as long as I'm controlling the change when we can't control that. Okay. We no. can't control much of we, I don't, that's another word that needs to be removed is control. But when we're managing things, I'm good with that. I'm my personality. I'm a doer. Like when I want to feel in to something intuitively, and I know that I'm like I'm like for an example, when I'm getting ready to write a chapter for a book or to write an article, I'll mill that around in my heart and my head, both mm -hmm. H's, heart and head. But then I'll go into my kitchen and I'll remove all the silverware and clean the silverware drawer, and then I'll clean the. I'll do stuff like that. And it just, it feels so good. And then I'm ready to sit down. And it's amazing what comes out when I do write like that. But yeah. I'm a doer. I've, I've, I manage my anxiety disorder, so I'm a doer. And when I do and touch and feel like that, then I'm able to sit down and really dive in to what I'm calling for. So, you know, this transition I've been in, it's like, okay, I'm going to clean these drawers. I'm going to throw all this out. So I'm like shedding the skin like a snake. I, I've, mm -hmm. I'm taking time to dis get rid of things, you know, unload the unnecessary stuff, so to speak, so I can clearly move forward. I, I really love it. And, and thank you so much for, you know, sharing with the listeners a little bit of that behind the scenes process. Because like you said, you know, I've, I've just sold my uh, massage supply outlet and, I had that for 17 years. So the process of doing that, it was really surprising how much of a, of an internal shifting there was. And then, you know, stepping out into like fully into the coaching, speaking, training, and, and of course now this podcast um, has been a real unknown. It's like, okay, but, but there's that call. I don't know about you, but I, I find there's a call to trust to really step up the game. It's like, I feel like the universe is like, okay, you're talking this talk. It is time to walk it in a big way. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And you and I both um, uh, are being called forward to do that. And it doesn't end. It's, this is not like you and I are going to meet at Starbucks and we reach our destination. You know, I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there's going to be other destinations, so to speak. You know, it's my biggest thing is that T word, that trust, and then to get past the trust and get into some faith. Because mm. to me, the word trust sounds like I ate and I got my sugar fix, whereas faith is I'm eating and my blood sugar is more normalized, so to speak. It's, you know, it's more manageable. 
but yeah, I don't have the best personality where at any given time I feel like the rug can be pulled out from underneath my feet. Woo, that does not sit well with me. You know, so it's it's working through all of that. I mean, I'm so excited for the new owner of Bold and what she's going to amazingly do. And I'm excited for all the hosts. I'm excited for the new hosts that are going to get the new taste of all of this. It's just all exciting. And I'm excited to see what's next for me without having to be one of those ladies in the Cinderella village trying to cram the foot in the glass slipper because they're batting their eyelashes <laughs> at the prince. You know, it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I love that you're willing to, you know, to have it undefined, even though your personality is so so structured that you, you like to have, you know, it's clearly mapped out and in control or to have that piece, but you're, you're willing at this stage to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to lean in and see what shows up. Some days it's a moment to moment and some sure. days, you know, yeah, I don't think about it again until the next morning when I've come out of a meditation and I've got my cup of coffee and it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And you know something, Dana, this is going to be a really judgmental statement. But I feel if all human beings could breathe and live like this, and I'm not, I don't mean, you know, kumbaya, I'm not, no, 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 no. But I'm talking if all people could live, you know, and surrender and release, because so many people think they've got things under control. That's the biggest freaking fallacy I've Mm. ever heard in my entire life, Mm. you know, and then when we get past the C word, we back up into the alphabet and go to the B words of, you know, busy, and then we come back down to the C word of crazy, and it's like, yeah, okay, so stay with that control word then, because that's what comes out, I'm busy, I'm crazy, my life is insane, okay, mm -hmm. really, you're trying to control all of that, but when Mm -hmm. we get to a point of managing You know, and then when the unforeseen obstacles hit us, because we all have unforeseen obstacles, whether it's aging parents or a stupid ass flat tire because our roads are crappy from uh, (laughs) the weather or a snowstorm or an ice storm or, you know, (laughs) things that are unforeseen that we cannot plan for, then we're not spinning and, oh my God, oh my God, oh my, you know, and I'm falling behind and no. So if we could all live in an environment like that, where we could breathe and make decisions, not from desperate, not from fear, Mm -hmm. but from our own powerfulness, I think things would be a lot better in this world. And I think a lot of people would be far more successful on their terms in their business. I agree with you wholeheartedly, which is where, you know, my passion has been to, to get people to, to be able to step into that powerfulness, right? Mm-hmm. Because they see it, you know, if you're stepping into that, you don't get sucked into the scams. You, you can choose the people who are going to be really aligned with where you need to go and you stop making yourself wrong. Oh my goodness. Like, wouldn't that be great for the world? Yeah. 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 So awesome. Oh, thank you so much for sharing like from the heart. This has just been, I hope it's been enlightening for everybody else. I love the, the raw honesty that people bring. It's fantastic. And so, you know, we're, we're coming up to the half hour mark and I would love if you have. No. I was really already. Holy crap. (laughs) Sorry. I interrupted you. I went, what? 
<laughs> We've been out here that long already. Whoa, God. It goes so fast. Like, you and I get talking and then it's like, boom, you know, <laughs> the time just like gone, right? But I would love if you've got, you know, some maybe some concrete nuggets that you have seen work for people that help them to, you know, just to get a little bit more in your power. You know, it's not about instant changes, but what is that one little piece that you would love to share with the listeners? Oh my gosh. I know um, is, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of something where it doesn't sound so cliche and everybody else is saying, <laughs> you know, I mean, Hey, you know, cause my favorite thing is to tell everybody, you know, be true to your commitment. Cause I see so many people blowing commitments out of their um, tushies mm-hmm. and don't stand up to them and just, Oh, well, you know, you know, we've got, we live in such a life of uh, screens and technology that it blows me away how everything can be synced and keep us so organized. <laughs> we have that not to add more crap to our plate, so to speak. So we've yeah. become spinning and more overwhelmed, but we have that not to hide behind. And so many people sit there and talk about being authentic. You're talking about being authentic on a freaking screen of a computer. I mean, really put that in perspective. But so my golden nuggets would be to, you know, if you make a commitment, be true blue to the commitment. And that doesn't mean commitments are etched in concrete and they can't Mm be moved around, but step up and make a phone call and talk about that. You know, yeah, I made this commitment and I need a few more days. It doesn't mean you're wrong. doesn't mean you're horrible. And if you are wrong, if you are horrible, at least be wrong and horrible on your terms, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I'd say stay true to your commitment, but be crystal clear on what the purpose of everything is so that you know those boundaries and you understand those commitments. That is beautiful. I love it. Absolutely love it. Thank so you. true. So true. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. So I know you're in the transition, but is there a place where people can go to find out more about you? You know, if they're feeling really connected with you here and they want to work with you, to really get their business rocking, where can they find you? Okay, thank you so much for asking that, Dana. You can find me at www.kimbeasonboysmith.com. You know, be gentle when you go to that website. It's under, it's up, it's up, but it's I'm rebranding, moving yeah. things around. But here's the deal, and I'm going to say this, and I, I even have my own husband say this to me. You know, Kim, sometimes you are just so bold, blunt, and direct. I'm like, okay, so what do you want to do? Tape dance around another 50 years and not get any solutions or anything? <laughs> so when you go to Kim B. Smith and you do reach out, reach out and say, hey, I don't care. Just say hi. I really, truly, I really don't care. But don't reach out. You want to get yourself to the next levels of your life, of your business. Do not reach out unless you're ready to go to work because I'm not a year-long commitment. I'm not a five-year-long a five year long commitment. Let's push our sleeves up. Let's get to work and be ready because I am very direct. I call you out. It's like, do you want to sit here for another five years and be broke and spinning around or do you want to get this handle to move forward? You know, <laughs> yeah. so I just got to say that don't reach out unless you're ready to jump in and do some work. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's good to know because there's going to be people that will just are aching for that, right? They're, they're tired of people who are, you know, just kind of patting them on the back and going, oh, you're doing great, right? Like, I, I love that. I, and that's probably why you and I click so well, right? It's, it's yeah. pull it like it is. Uh, tell me. You don't have to be mean about it, but tell me the truth. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fabulous. I agree. 
I agree. Okay. So I know we can, we can slide into continuing a new conversation in, in seconds, but we do want to honor the, the time frame here. And I thank you so much for coming on this show with me. Dana, thank you. First of all, congratulations on the launch of your podcast. I'm excited because people really do need to hear you, get to know you and what you bring to the table. Um, You're an amazing person. And thanks for inviting me on here. And if there's anything else I can do to support you, let me know. But we need to do it in person now. I'm going to start getting demanding. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.